0: i want to thank everybody for the tremendous support we had a uh, tremendous week tremendous amount of money tremendous damage tremendous campaign tremendous drug tremendous. tremendous
1: tremendous
2: today's podcast is not brought to you by triple j music for children by children triple j is music getting worse or are you getting older
1: All you really got to do is survive on Friday noon to hang out with the Felix At Tremendous. Mm. All we really want from you is to tune in every Friday noon to hang out with the Felix at Tremendous. What? Yes, tremendous so tremendous. They're tremendous. Holy smokes. Holy goodness, everybody, welcome to Tremendous with Tom and Elliot. It's another week, it's another Friday, and we have a gift for you coming through your ears. we got Bastion Semi-Gold, international artist of Semi-Gold and Moldana. Everybody knows them. Uh, I I grew up with Semi-Gold and mm. Moldana's, you know...
2: First album, self-titled. I I listened to that endlessly through high school. It was
1: one of those albums for me that my parents would play all the time. Yeah. And I I was like, oh, they're playing this again. But then when you move out, you're like, oh, put on the
2: semi-gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, actually. It takes a long time. It's like it's an acquired taste. You have to have a certain level of emotional maturity to get what semi-gold Moldana we're going for but like I'm oysters. so glad I'm there now like, exactly like oysters yeah. you're a kid Like this is gross and you're not. you're an adult you're like no 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 this is refined just
1: add some lemon and pepper to some semi-gold and Moldana and I gotta say
2: though listening to Bastion Semi-gold record our theme song there you can really tell Moldana was the guitarist yep. you know what I mean and nope. Bastion Semi-gold there's a lot of passion but not a lot of technique
1: are you a Moldana or a
2: semi-gold? I'm a Moldana guy. You're a Moldana sure. guy?
1: I definitely fall into the semi-gold uh, category. That guy speaks my language. He's also a big fan of Tremendous. We happened to run into each other at a gig a couple of years ago. He liked what I was doing. He liked what I was putting down. And when I told him that my good friend Tom uh, and I were doing a podcast, he said, say no more. He said, if Tom is a friend of yours, he's a friend of mine. And uh, he decided to do our intro song. And, uh, you know, you're welcome. And for him, he says, you're welcome. And, um, yeah. Nice to see you folks. What are you guys doing? Are you guys in the car on the way home? Are you sitting in your living room? Are you perhaps at the local bottle shop picking up a brew? Uh today Tom and I are gonna be drinking Corona beers. A couple we of COVID nine tens. That's right. COVID nine 10s that's right. I'm a little bit broke this week. And Tommy shouted the uh the the COVID 19s and uh, saved my life. Made me really happy, made me a much more benevolent person on this podcast today.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, and you know, what we'd love to be drinking is a couple of cool delicious Yuli's brews. Mm. That's what we'd love to be drinking. Every week. And we're reaching out to Yuli's guys, send us some beers, please. That's I, all we need. I'm naming my second child Yuli. <laughs> if you guys And his first child is already named Yuli. <laughs> He's naming them both Yuli.
1: If you yeah, exactly. You want a third? Hit us up, Yuli. Step up. <laughs> Step up to the plate and knock it out of the park. Yuli's my third child. Uh, oh. h- how are you doing this week? You doing well? Yeah, doing pretty good, man. I'm definitely much more in a in a much more in a happy mood. We're in a bit of a rush here today. We're time sensitive. You're actually moving at the moment. Congratulations. I'm
2: mid-move. I should say my girlfriend is is moving. You've, you've uh, left her there. You, she's got a she's <laughs> this good, is the last a time good attitude and a strong back. Oh, it's, oh yeah,
1: the strongest. Like a mule. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call her, Beardy El Nulo. <laughs> That's not what I call her,
2: for the record. Last time we moved, this is a true story, last time we moved, we'd already booked it ahead, like the dates. Um, actually, I think, I think she set the dates, and then I was like, well, uh, so we're moving on Saturday, and I have a friend's Bucks party all day Saturday, and then Sunday I'm flying to Melbourne to watch UFC. And I literally... Left home on Saturday morning. <laughs> I left one apartment fully furnished and came home to a different apartment, also fully furnished. Annoyed finished. that your multi
1: didn't go through. <laughs> I'm furious. Don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Do you like the living room, Tom? They they, they release Bam Bam Baklava. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck uh, I've, uh, yeah, we've been chilling this week. Um, we've got some we've got some things going on. We've had some nice uh, some nice little uh, occurrences happen this week.
2: Oh man, I, I I don't know if this is an overshare, but I haven't had a poo in three days. Really? It's, yeah, I is it it's bad? You know, and I guess a
1: dietary or stress?
2: Uh, probably both. I, I don't know. I uh, this, this happens to me from time to time, and this is totally true. I'm, I'm booked for a gig tonight, and I literally got booked at like midday, mm-hmm. and I'm really relieved because before I perform, I always get a nervous stomach, and it just clears me <laughs> out. And the last time
1: I took a shit, was it my last gig? <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's like what they say. If you need to clean your apartment, write a, start a script. <laughs> if you need to take a shit, take a gig. You know what I mean? That's yeah, to- it does. It, it does. That's it. the only thing that keeps me regular. Tommy Gigs. <laughs> Tommy <laughs> Gigs. No, that's what... Where are you going to be at tonight? Uh, I'm at Happy Endings Comedy Club tonight. Ooh. Yeah. we got to figure out a way to actually... I mean, uh, I don't know if you've got any bigger gigs coming up, but we got to plug them at the end of the show, at least so like uh, audience members can... Put them in their calendar. just yeah, like Yeah, I'm us. pretty. Keen. Are you going to do? Well, we talked about doing a split bill, maybe, or are you mm-hmm. going to do a festival show next year? Good. You know what? Let's start that conversation right now. You know you know that you know that they love listening to festival oh, admin yeah. conversations. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, no. Do you want to do a split bill?
1: Uh yeah. I'm concerned that we're going to be too similar. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I know. You, I know what you mean. But I think I think we're similar enough that people that like each of us will like both of us. Mm. Like, one, like one of us will like the other one. Uh, but I think we're different enough. We should ask some of our friends that have a better idea than. than uh, we would.
1: I'm like a little bit worried that it's going to be like a Neapolitan Neapolitan like ice cream with the three flavors, except you open it and there's only two, and they're both chocolate. Who <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't like chocolate? What's wrong with that? <laughs> they're just different shit. I don't know. Yeah, look, I'm fucking keen. You know, I love you. I want to. I'd I'm happy to do anything. You know what? Let's let's treat it like the Titanic and go down together. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Let's let's actually have that be our post of the Titanic. Uh, you're holding me off the edge like spreading oh, my yeah. arms on the yeah, end nice. and like that's the metaphor for where we know it's going
2: yeah and you also slept on a on a doorframe for a while didn't you wasn't that <laughs> 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 I'm still thinking <seeing> <laughs> was <laughs> no.
1: yeah no actually we were trying to get that sponsorship doorframe <laughs> uh, guys step up <laughs> with you <laughs> Um, all right, so we were actually talking about a little bit... We've got some stories. You know, you know what? Actually, uh, we heard from some audience members. I don't know if you want to do this. I didn't mention this. But they feel like we need to introduce ourselves.
2: I've heard that too, actually. Yeah. And,
1: and I heard a really good point. Like, uh, there's a podcast. I haven't heard it with um, uh, Jason Bateman, the actor, and Will Arnett. And, uh, like
2: oh, there's three of them, isn't there? Is there a Three of one?
1: them, yeah. And they all introduce themselves. Even though they're well-known actors, have been for many years, they still introduce themselves and talk about that, which I... Uh, it makes sense, but uh, for me, I'm just like, am I being a little bit it's like? What do I tell them, Elliot? Uh, cleaner, um, aspiring <laughs> comedian, you know what I mean? But you know, like, let's do that. Look, my name's Elliot Rovetti. I grew up in Sydney. I'm a I'm a standup comedian. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm working my ass off to be a stand-up comedian. I also uh, I'm a cleaner. I clean people's homes. If you need cleaning, hit a brother up. I do a very good job. Uh, but like, yeah, I don't have a career. I'm working on it, and um, that, that's that's pretty much me. Like, I mean, I've, I've I live with my girlfriend. Uh, proud Sydney side. I grew up in Redford, and That's pretty much it, you know. Yeah, and Tommy, yeah, what about you? What I'm, uh, you
2: I'm, I'm Tom Whitcomb. Uh, I'm one of Elliot's cleaning clients. Right. Uh, <laughs> he he does a fantastic <laughs> job. My toilet's never been cleaner, <laughs> even though I covered it with piss every time <laughs> he comes around. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> on the, I'm on the clock. <laughs> Little throwback to episode two for you loyal listeners. That's right. That's yeah, what you have be. to go back to the archives to listen to that one. That's all for the bets. No, much the same. Aspire well, not really. I mean, much the same in the, the aspiring stand-up comedian, but mostly just do it to. About seven people at a pub at the moment, which it's, is, you know, that counts.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty much where we're at. You know time. what I was saying the other day is like... It'll uh, make it all the more exciting when we do sell out those shows. They'll be like, oh, man, I was one of those seven people. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's,
2: I had, I was saying to BD today, my partner, where I was like, oh, man, I can't... You know, I really look forward to the day that I get paid to do comedy. Like, I've been paid, like, the odd 20 bucks, here, 50 bucks there, but, like, where that's not a, the, the mm-hmm. exception to the rule. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Wouldn't that be nice? I don't even
1: need, like, big money. Just, you know... Hey, you're dropping by. his 20 bucks. Oh, That'd be nice. It is a nice feeling. Although like Skinner pays 20 bucks at, at uh, Magic Mike and he, uh, whenever he offers it to me, I always feel so bad because I know how hard he works. And, but, but like, I also like, I'm like, what do you, what are you thinking about it? You're a degenerate, man. You you need this. You need I this. I take it every Way time. More than I watch
2: everyone does. turn it down and I like, I'll have theirs too. Cause I <laughs> rush
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you know what? That'll be my new rule. If I crush, I'm taking that 20. Yeah, you didn't earn it on Wednesday, you're right. No, I didn't. <laughs> and he threw me off as well. Last <laughs> I fucking, last night I missed a gig with Skinner as well. Like I he, I needed the money as well. I was supposed to be a button bar, but I had a bunch of friends come to Bondi. I was supposed to be going first to Bondi, rushing off to a button bar going last. What I didn't know was the button bar starts at 7.30 and they only have three acts.
2: Oh, fuck. I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: neither did I. And so they're doing 15 minutes each, and then he calls me. He's like, can you be here in 20 minutes? Like, what the fuck are you doing? So David Smee got my money and my time. <laughs> and uh, I'm very disappointed about it. <laughs>
2: uh, so, I mean, I, m- this might be a good segue, actually, is, you know, we do stand-up comedy. We, we're out in these pubs, grinding mm. it out, mm-hmm. doing these, these often, not always, but often terrible sets to know people. Uh, and and the, the, reason, the reason that we do it is, I mean, we shouldn't really have to say this, but the reason that you and I, are grinding hard doing stand-up comedy is to one day uh, become international movie stars. That's right. You know, like like Robin Williams and Eddie Murphy. That's My the hero, goal. Jim Carrey.
1: Exactly. Yeah, you you are very Jim Carrey, actually. I've heard that a lot. You know what I mean? I hear that, uh, Elliot, when, when you get on stage, it's like I'm watching The Mask. Yeah, yeah, I've always thought that about you. I'm yeah. like, is this Ace Ventura? Did they make a third Ace Ventura yeah, yeah. Detective? Well I actually tried to clarify that. I was like, Do you mean like a trilogy? Like or like a like is there a sequel? Like is it am I a different mind? and they're like, no, just mask one. <laughs> You're just mask one, the nineties mask.
2: So we're always looking for these opportunities, right? To 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 to, to take the next step, to, to get out of the pubs and get into Hollywood. That's what we that's what we're all here. And um
1: Tommy's got some news.
2: I don't know, I don't wanna rub this in your face.
1: Look I, at most times I would say, don't rub it in my face because this is the same sort of career. And even though I am, uh, even though we are sort of very supportive of each other, this one stings because this is something that I've been, uh, been reaching for for a little while. Although it stings in a good way. It stings in a good way. You know, like when it, uh, you get stung by a jellyfish and then like a stranger urinates on it for oh, you and to I w- neutralize the pain. Like it's like, it stings in a good way. I would always be there t- to piss on your stingray.
0: <laughs> I, every time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know that. Right? No matter... <laughs>
2: Even from Hollywood, I will ship my urine over so you can bask in it, and that's why I love you, and that's why I'm here. That's what I'm here for, mm-hmm. you know. And sure, I say that now before I've made it, and I'll probably regret those comments, uh, but I can always edit it out. But <laughs> f- for now, I, I, look, I, I got a, I got a pretty, I got a pretty great phone call uh, after a, a, a pretty impressive gig on Thursday oh. night. And look, okay, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna play the voicemail. So look, here it is. <laughs>
0: New voice messages received today at 4.48 p.m. Facebook. You should take your number down. There are nut jobs out there that would love to get their hands all over you. I'm not here to give you uh, security advice on your social media, though. What I am here to do is to tell you that you blew me away. Last Thursday night, I was blown away. Harder than I've been blown in a long time. And I've been in this industry for a while me and the other three audience members at crown comedy were falling off our chairs not literally of course inside oh. on the inside falling over and rolling around but what you didn't know was that one of those audience members was your future one of those audience members was me slater campbell of campbell and bovine talent oh agency that's right this slater. is the phone call that you've been dreaming of since the day that you trained your change your display photo on facebook to oh. so you doing comedy my friend
2: Do you like this
0: is that phone way? call and I'm holding a door open. Hold on. I'm holding a door open for a minimum amount of time. But my arms are sore. My arms are getting sore. This door is heavy. And you are not running quick enough. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have my assistant Tracy. Tracy, get up this kid, Tom, all right? Put in the head, put in the heading. Are you listen to this? Put in the heading, Tracy. This kid's a star. You're a star, Tom. Let me take you all the way to the top. You're on the moon right now. I'm going to take you to the stars. Also, what are you doing with your face when you're on stage? Is it a stage thing you're doing? I mean, I, I you know, I didn't hate it. We can work on it. I like you. you uh, what I will say was consistent. You did it right until you got on a stage and then right until you got off. You got consistency, kid. I want to work with it. Tracy, you do kiss do them.
1: You do that. The call, That's amazing. The That's fucking amazing. Oh. Bash you... you... That's fucking unbelievable, man. Now we First, we have Bastion Semi-Gold, and then you get fucking Slater Campbell hitting you up I on mean, a fucking- When did he hit you up? We've only been on Spotify for
2: like three days, dude. I didn't even know. I, was, I, did, I did- Okay, it's Crown Comedy, right? There's like four people there, huge crowd. It's massive. Like, I'm at the back. My heart is beating, as it always is when I'm at Crown Comedy. Jesus. And I didn't- I must have been so overcome by anxiety, I didn't even realize- that Slater Campbell's in the crowd. And you know, if I knew it was Slater Campbell. Because
1: he, no. he wears the hats.
2: He's always, I can't, now. He wears the hats
1: all the time. And whenever you see the hats in the crowd, you know, like you you don't even, you see a silhouette. It's like seeing, like. Man, I, I'll never forget Rove McManus,
2: I think it was, talked about the first time he met Slater Campbell. Mm. um, And uh, look, he, he was trying to sell him cocaine at the time, but I don't. He's come a long way since then and I just, I can't, can you, can you imagine? He's dynamic
1: though. Like he's, he's got lots of business. He's got lots of avenues to say that you're going to be the only one that he's going to be working with would be an understatement. Oh yeah.
2: That, yeah.
1: Can we talk about, I mean, like the, the, he, he's, he's involved with, uh, he, you know what? We don't even, you know, you know, we don't even need to talk about his resume, Tom. Oh. We're going to have to follow this saga and see how it goes. Can you, can you mention my name? Can you maybe, I mean, look, I'm not asking you to just be like, hey, I'm Tom Whitcomb. Uh, have you heard my friend Elliot? But, you know, just like. I, like that's. Slotted in there.
2: Well, we can talk about this, you know, another time. It's I just like I just heard from him. Yeah, man.
1: I don't want to be rude or anything. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to be rude. I just, uh, uh, yeah. you know, just remember where you came from, you know.
2: I thought you Just you'd remember be, where you came from.
1: I just thought you be happy
2: for oh me, man you know, i'm like, dripping in happiness uh, yeah, let, him let him know let him know
1: though let him know you know what i mean because like what imagine how happy we could be if it was the both of us right now you're partying by yourself that i'm happy i'm happy for you but like let me in let me like i've got party poppers too i want to join the party i've got drinks byo i just don't know if you're what slater's looking for right now like I, like I just, i'm just being honest i'm just
2: being honest man like i i love what you do but i just I just. Saying? I just know what the industry is looking for now, right now, man. And 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 look, I'm sure it'll happen for you eventually. There'll be some kind of like independent thing that happens. Look, let's just that. drop
1: this. I'm happy. Look, I'm happy for you, Tom. I feel like that this is going into a very like. Uh, I'm happy. All right, I'm happy. That's the, can we can we say I'm happy? All right, Tom. Are we I mean, the last thing we want this to turn into is a semi gold. Do Montana I look
2: happy? We'll All right.
1: right anyway, guys. Um, but ba- very happy for Tom Bash. <laughs> Uh, this is fucking. Why don't
2: we go for a, a, a quick word from our sponsors?
1: Yeah. We yeah, you know what? Well, let, let, you know what? I'm so happy. Can we, I need a minute.
2: Yeah, let's. We'll give it a minute, and, uh, and we'll, we'll we'll be right back. Hey, is this party boring? Are you too shy to talk to anyone? do you have $350 in cash right now? Sounds like you're ready for cocaine. Cocaine is brought to you by the greatest chemists Australia's bikey gangs have to offer. Stay up all night. Drink even more. Make every conversation about you. And the best part is, thanks to the power of smartphones and dudes named Kyle, cocaine can be at your door in 30 minutes or less. And if it's not, I guess your night's ruined. Cocaine. Because being an asshole should be expensive.
1: Tom, we were talking about uh, teachers. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, and I've been thinking about this. Like, does this say more about me that a lot of my learning experiences have come from school as well? Like, am I not just not far enough away from school that?
2: I did think it was funny when we were outside and we were trying to think about like funny stories and we were trying to tell stories about, uh, to, to tell on the podcast and, uh, we're going through like things that happened at work, sleeping in, missing deadlines. And the only things we ended up landing on were things that happened at school and things girls have done to us.
1: I know. I think, what does that do? I, I don't, I just don't think I'm living enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I'm not jumping off from off planes. I'm not punching enough strangers. We gotta,
2: the thing is though, like to be honest, if, if you jumped out of a plane
1: and it's punch only, a stranger.
2: It's only well if you did them both.
1: What about it? Yeah, punch a stranger, jump out of a plane. What's he gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> come get me, me. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless you're tandem skydiving <laughs> and the stranger is your instructor. <laughs> the winner is who's awake when they, when <laughs> they, when they <laughs> land the floor.
2: <laughs> but uh, you, th- you think about um, if if you have a great skydiving story, it probably went wrong you know what I mean? If, if you're going to tell me about the time you went skydiving, I'm. it's like, yeah, is it like the time I've heard about everyone else going skydiving? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Was it yeah.
1: really scary but also really exciting? No, and my parachute didn't open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's what you want to hear. That's the only kind of like, like, yeah, exactly. Whenever someone tells me that they're going free-falling or something like that, I'm like, did something go wrong? Hope you had a nice day. Anyway, yeah, okay, next story, next story.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it makes sense. I think, you know, there's a re- reason that so many of the big podcast or dating podcasts or whatever. But no, I think,
1: yeah, that's actually a good point. But like, are we just all fucking boring? And the only things that we actually have that are interesting are are done vicariously through other people. Or, Or can I, I mean, like what, what do I have to do, Tom? To be a man about town. No, I don't know. Just tell, tell the story that you were going to tell. <laughs> maybe that's the podcast. How do we be more interesting? I mean,
2: yeah. That's not a great... premise <laughs> for a podcast. They're like two uninteresting guys <laughs> try to learn to be interesting.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they learn as well because like, our audience is equally uninteresting and they grow with us. Like the game. Okay, like the game, so, Tom. So now we're insulting the audience while <laughs> calling right. ourselves boring. All right, cool. Anyway, so we got there. <laughs> so, All right, guys. So uh, I remember... Okay, so I was in school. I was in school and uh, like as you do in school, you have... Uh, teachers that come and do work experience, you know what I mean? And, and how
2: how long were you in school then?
1: Um I did the, you know, I did six years. I did six years uh, in total. I did, I knocked them all out. and got my, um, got my year six diploma and, uh, you know, my pr- my family's very proud, furthest we've ever gone. <laughs> furthest any of us have ever gone. They got very angry when I wanted to drop out in year five, but I, I, I stuck <laughs> around and did it. Uh, but I had a teacher and, uh, no, anyway, so I, ma- I managed to get to high school. I managed to get to high school, and, uh, I had a teacher doing work experience for PE. And these two teachers were like just a little bit older than us. There were these two female friends, and they were like, uh, I'm gonna say their names. Um, Miss Tremendous and Miss Tremendous were their names. We gotta believe them. We gotta believe them out. But, um, this is gonna help me tell the story, just so I can get the names in my head. And we had them for PE, and they never made us do anything in class. They, like, and the girls in the class hated them because they were always flirting with the guys. They how, were kind how of how
2: old? So they were like early twenties w- or something. We'd
1: be about seventeen. They'd be about twenty-two. I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Sort of thing. Maybe 21, 22. and they would be telling us about like what they're doing on the weekend. Oh yeah, we went out. We like did the blah, blah, blah and we'd just be chatting kind of thing. And then one day they added us on Facebook. They added us on Facebook, and we were like, "Whoa, what's what going used on?"
2: What you say? Ask how many? How many boys?
1: Maybe two or three other guys, Ooh, okay. Two or three other guys you in our group, sanctum. yeah. A little like a little crew, like enough for a nice party mm. that someone would point out, like a perfect, perfect sort of a little bit uh sausage heavy, but you know, they have friends <laughs> that's gonna even out the ratio. So then we were kind of excited, we were like down. And the first person I told was my um, my single dad, I thought he'd be very excited for me. I was like, Dad, you know, like this fucking older woman is hitting me up, kind of thing. And my dad's first reaction was like, What, <laughs> how old are they? A teacher, <laughs> who are what's their name, and like straight away. I, th- I mean, he didn't, he was like, look, if you don't delete them, I'm sending them a personal message telling them how they should delete you. And I was just like, that's fine. Kind of thing went back the next day and almost like they were part of my dad's frequency. They had deleted everyone in the group. They were just like, they automatically knew, they automatically knew that, uh, that they should, that they were doing in the wrong. But these, like, it was this entire sort of, uh, it was this entire sort of unspoken thing where we were like, could we? <laughs> do you know what I mean and it was like it was one of the best i mean but there's been a couple teachers like that we had one teacher where like she was really young and all the other female staff hated her because all the guys liked her mm. and she actually had to come to class one day and be like okay so y- it's a problem that you guys are hitting on me um you guys can't be hitting on me anymore it's making me and the staff uncomfortable and this was all said through like a smile and the other the other girls in the class hated her because mm. all the guys liked her.
2: I think it's I, you, your dad's response to that is not what I would have expected, given on what little I know from your dad.
1: Yeah, well, he also raised me, so why would you think that as well? You know, <laughs> but yeah, no, he. That, I still am like, really, you cock-blocked me, dad?
2: Yeah, you think? You, I mean, because it's not
1: like if you were fourteen. It'd be creepy mm. but It's
2: like you're 17 They're yes. 22 I, Why can't I just be happy for you Yeah
1: that, Dude 100% Every time I've deferred to somebody That I think will give me the right answer Be like Jay, Should I do this with this girl Or something like that They've <laughs> always given me the worst advice <laughs> 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 this, this one. Do you think Just all No man wants another man To have a
2: sexual conquest That's they're what I like, think it is And I, mean, I never see it in friends. the moment
1: I see it in the moment I'm like Should I ask this girl out And the guy's like No you shouldn't do it kind of, Even rather than pushing me To do it I'm like I, I'd like to say that they care about me But I think they just don't want to see me succeed <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um when i was at school this uh so a- any any story about a student potentially having sex with a teacher is always going to be told third hand from me <laughs> i heard a guy i heard a guy that's my bit and <laughs> and uh so there's a uh teacher at my school who i never had i um remember hearing about her and her being quite flirtatious in class as well. I think she's a bit older. I think she was like in her thirties. And I heard Isn't that
1: awesome? What's that? What a great kid for that student for the for oh. the teacher to like fucking what a good I mean I'm saying that in a school it doesn't make sense, but like what what a good teacher for them to just like I love that. That's fucking no, I, I wish know. a teacher hit on me when I was younger.
2: Yeah, so do I, but I don't know if I'm like good on them. Yeah. I don't know if I'm No, that's like a
1: good, good wait i mean, my my opinion might change when I have a kid, but if it, I'm talking about a female with a guy. Yeah, I with, think a, with a male I student, go for it.
2: I think if they were just flirty to like to kind of up their confidence a little bit and nothing ever happened, I'd be (laughs) on board. But I think the way this story ends is a little bit sus. Awesome. So so (laughs) it was, I mean, it was kind of one of those moral gray areas though because it was, you know, when you're in year 12, your last term of school, you're not actually at school. Mm. You're you're studying and then you have your HSC. That's right. It was in the period between the end of school and the start of the HSC. So technically we're not students anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are, but we were not going to classes and stuff. And supposedly, two of my friends have gone around to this teacher's house, her apartment. Excuse me. And um, uh, they are serious. They're all the, apparently, yeah. This is I. I have no reason. How to old believe are these students? Like that. seventeen. Yeah. So seventeen or eighteen. And I she think. is. I think, I think. I think at least late twenties, maybe awesome. early thirties. Great. Which is even better. Like the twenty-two-year-old, you're like they're practically still students, but mm. like this is this is a full-fledged teacher. Yep. And uh, they're drinking and stuff, and I don't know, maybe they were eighteen. They might have been eighteen. And um, they're drinking stuff at her apartment, and she gets way too drunk and uh, and takes herself to bed, leaving them alone in the apartment. And uh, one of the guys who apparently had been kind of like floating with her, and I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna go uh, make sure she's okay." Oh, that's and went not a good sign. And went <laughs> and went to the I don't bedroom. Like that.
1: <laughs> As I'm telling him, like, wait for this the invite. Is <laughs> pretty <laughs> creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what has happened? 1984? Which, no, no, I
2: don't think. I think. I think it was on. I think it was all consensual. <laughs> This has gone. This is you turn. This story very dark. It was meant to be a happy story. But this <laughs> oh, is my favorite, no, I did it. Okay. This is my favorite part of it. Is uh, so one of the guys so has we went gone and checked in on her. That's and fucking checked cool. In on her. Yeah. My other friend who's in the living room goes to her bathroom and finds a big bag of Valium. Whoa. That apparently she had brought back from Hong Kong or something Like Whoa. she'd been in or Vietnam and she brought back this Valium because it's legal there. And he's taken it home, and then apparently he's run into her or he's gotten a call from her or something, and she's like. Uh, I believe that you have something of mine, and he goes, "Yep." What are you going to do about it? Oh <laughs> my goodness!
1: <laughs> Holy smokes! I love that he didn't. Oh my god! So did the guy? Okay, without confirming or denying,
2: he slept with the teacher. Amazing. By all res- like, I think I, I. don't know. As I was saying, is she and currently like, employed? No, so the last that I had heard, and again, at this stage, who knows, but the last I had heard was uh, she had uh, quit Knox, where I went to school, and uh, was then teaching in the Northern Territory in <laughs> exile. <laughs> Man, he, yeah. Uh, how do you think, what do you think it would be like to be the hot teacher? Like, I think it would be such a double-edged sword. Yeah,
1: it's so double-edged because, I mean, like, sure, you get all this praise, I mean you get all this pra- I mean that's the thing do you care about what children think <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing
2: you really hope not right like if you're stoked about it
1: if you're straightening your collar for a 14 year old <laughs> <laughs> I the,
2: the worst part is it's also that you they they are when you are 15 especially when I was in an all boys school you're 15 and there are 20 women on campus yep. And 10 of them are 65 or older. Oh, my goodness. And then you have, like, you know, five of them who are between the ages of 25 and 35 and not, you know, obese. You're like, yeah, she is stunning. This like, is she like, could be anybody.
1: It's like the Lord of the Flies with one girl. And <laughs> it's so, the fucking mayhem, dude. But um, there was, this is... Do you reckon they like being the hot teacher? I mean, among I th- the think, other trolls?
2: I think they... L- I, no, because I think the... The trolls are so harsh. I think mm-hmm. the other, like to, to your point about the female students not liking the hot teacher. Mm. There's no way all the other female teachers like the hot teacher either, right? Like they they despise that woman. No way. Until
1: and I, well, yeah, and they're like, "What are you doing the week? Let's hang out." Until they realize that they're doing cool shit. <laughs> 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 they're like, "This
2: guy's just tacky." <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I I think I think it's. Okay, so I've got I've got a few places I can take this actually. Okay, the first take one is is uh there was a woman there was a geography teacher at my school who was one of the hot teachers. I th- I remember there being like two big like established hot teachers, and this was one of them. And uh, she had a uh, someone we we at my school we had um, laptops, and someone needed to borrow a USB, so she handed him her USB. What she didn't realize was on that USB were photos she had taken of oh, herself in the shower. No. She had taken it yes. herself and <laughs> they did the rounds like that. Oh. Like they were, it was like, you know, when gossip spreads in a really small environment, like, yeah, like COVID. <laughs> <laughs> just like COVID. <laughs> just like COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and none of us were wearing masks. It Yeah. It, and I, I just, it was one of those things that I think even at the time, even as a 15 year old boy, I had the wherewithal to be like, man, that poor woman. <laughs> Even as a 15-year-old. Show year me room. the photos.
1: <laughs> 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 That's right. You're like, this poor woman. The moment I come to this, I'm never doing oh, it again. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deleting these. Oh, I'll better just restore them. <laughs> Leave this. But I'll leave the trash bin full. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have to do that, right. right? Then out of respect, out of respect. <laughs> out of respect. What am I gonna? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh god! No, dude, I, um, I, I've, I fucking I think I sent one dick pic in my life. I think maybe maybe two dick pics. Two. So I can count them on three fingers, probably. How many dick pics I've sent? But I know that one of the dick pics there was this babe, and I was just like, she was such a babe. I was like, all right, I'll say because she was sending me, you know, gratuitous stuff, and um, I sent her a dick pic. Couple months later, I see her photo online, realize that's a model. Not a person (laughs) I was talking to. (laughs) A Brazilian model obscure that I did. I was like, well, someone has my dick pic. (laughs) It might have been someone that hates me. (laughs) And then created an account. So who was the girl? Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) How did you find this Brazilian model? I was probably jerking off or something and then found her like doing stretching in yoga pants or something (laughs) like that and was like, wait, that's...
2: What's the... What is the, the channel you're speaking to her through?
1: Um, I think we met on Tinder or something okay. like that. And then we then we transferred over to personal messages. I was like, oh you're a man. babe. Uh, so uh, funny. More photos. And they, they got me good.
2: What if, what if, what if, what if it was her? <laughs> <What if> she <laughs> She's just got a cachet of my dick pics. And, and, and you've started ignoring her. Oh, man. I, <laughs> fuck. Wait, I'm just going to grab a beer. No, wait, no, no, no. Tell I wanna, me. Tell okay, me this. Okay. So... When I was maybe like thirteen or fourteen, exploring the the deep dark corners <laughs> of the World Wide Web, uh, I, I would spend some of my time on on chat rooms potentially, uh, speaking to some people who, in hindsight, were definitely not women.
1: <laughs> Did you find the transcripts? <laughs> were you like Chris Hansen? Because
2: it was one of those things that like it wasn't even a long. It was literally an hour later. I was like. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> was, I would remember it was like... He a, had hairy knuckles. It was a Sunday afternoon. No, there was no picture swap. It was just chat. And it was literally... Oh, my God. I can't believe I fell for this. It was um, two, two porn stars, oh, <laughs> two amateur it. porn stars who were talking to me. Oh, wait. Their third friend just came in the room. <laughs>
1: And you're like, oh, we have a party. <laughs> like, well, the luck that they chose me of all people. My luck is really turning around. I mean, <laughs> this um, is almost as good as fucking Bastion Semigold fucking <laughs> writing us a fucking, uh, writing us a little intro kind of thing.
2: Before before you get a beer, there's, there's one other thing I've got to tell you about the teachers thing because I've been on both sides of this. actually. Give it to me. So when I was 18, I, uh, I went on my gap year and I went over to Scotland and I worked at a school for a year. And it's weird. I mean, so keep in mind, I was working at a school. I was working at a school as like a gap student. So a gap student was just My school had a relationship with the Scottish school as well as a bunch of other schools in the UK and they would do an exchange where they would send some of their students over to the UK and the UK would send some of their students to Knox. And you basically kind of did random admin stuff. You did some sports coaching. You might do some kind of like you, like we took the borders on weekend trips with the teachers and stuff. We were just like a spare pair of hands to the school. Mm. Um, And so my, the school that I was at was K to 12. Like it was a full primary, middle and and senior school, but I only worked at at the prep school. And uh, there were four of us. There were two girls and two boys, all 18 years of age over in Scotland working at this school. Were they Australian as well? All Australian, yeah. all Australian. Um, I got there a bit late because I'm underage. So I only turned 18 in like late January. You meant to start on January 5th or whatever. And uh, I couldn't start until my visa kicked in. You had to be 18 to get the visa, right? So I, I couldn't get there till a bit later. So I was there a good three weeks after the rest of my colleagues had already started. The guy that I'm there with, is to this day like one of the most impressive men like he's tall and long and good at sport and confident and gets with girls and all this stuff like he he was always like the kind of alpha to to my like middling apprentice of like, like Slater Campbell he's he's a, he was the Slater Campbell of 2009 for me <laughs> and um so uh, I get there and you you you're you're 18 And I'm being thrust into this world of like 12 and under. And you're kind of like, you don't really know how you're being perceived by the students. And I kind of thought like, I I don't know what I thought it was. I thought I was kind of like, I thought I was at least somewhat cool from their perspective. And uh, I remember I was doing cafeteria duty. And uh, one of the students... Uh the, oh, there's a table of like the cool girls, the twelve year old cool girls pull me aside. They say Mr. So Whitcomb, Mr. Whitcomb, come over here. And I go over and they're like, Can we ask you, do you share a room with Mr. Rutherford? Mr. Rutherford was the Nick was the other guy that I was in gap with. And I was like, Yeah, and they all went pss, pss. <laughs> and I'm like, What is what is happening? I'm so confused. Like I had no idea. And they're like, and the, and they're looking, at something, you say it, no, you say it, no, you say it. And I was like, What what is it? And then I was like, Are you gay? And I was shocked. Who can blame him? I was like, what? what? No. And what had happened was in the mind of a 12 year old, there was Mr. Rutherford, who was cool and good looking and good at sports. And then there was me. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, well, that guy's not gay. So statistically. thought I was somewhat cool I thought I was somewhat but they were like no that's the and for the rest of the year I was the gay gap student that's his mediocre wife and (laughs) it
1: spread it
2: spread from the 12 year olds to their older siblings into the senior school and they would be at nightclubs because they're like 18 and I'd be at nightclubs and they'd be like oh look it's Nick Rutherford over there with the gay gap And he's like, he's like getting with girls and stuff. And meanwhile, I'm just going to try to prove to anyone that I don't suck cock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you how bad I am. Line up, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a beer. Okay.
2: Today's podcast is not brought to you by Oakley Sunglasses. Whether you're hanging out at the beach, playing sport, or just... Selling meth, Oakleys are made for every occasion. Oakleys, cool when you're 13, scary when you're 30.
1: Okay, so like uh, I wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk about an idea that you actually threw by me, and I love it. I love it. Uh, should, you, I, well,
2: why don't I, should I talk through the idea, and you talk about what you love about it? Mm-hmm,
1: sounds so, so the idea was that we
2: create a, a tremendous podcast Tinder profile and we, we make the profile, and the profile of the bio says, swipe right to be on our podcast, okay? And the idea is that whoever swipes right, I don't even know whether we maybe make like the profile bisexual so we can get guys and girls. I think we should. And and we go, um, swipe right, and then we we DM and we go, hey, we want to help you find love. We're going to put you on the podcast. We're going to get you out there because we think you can get more across to the world with your voice than you can just, just your Tinder profile. And then we're going to delve into what is – very likely, and ex- are exclusively male listenership, uh, male and
1: our girlfriends. No, we have a lot of actually. I've I've sent it to like every every person I've sent it to that's a female. Uh, loves it, really, really enjoying. It. I'm really. Well, that's great. Like I'm a lot glad of people, a lot of people in our corner, and actually giving us like feedback. I'll screenshot it and send it to you. But they're uh, they're fans. They're like, they're, <laughs> I got proof. They're out there. Yeah, guys, uh, you can't delete those comments. Already saved them. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: so yeah, okay, well, great. Both ways, then. and and then we 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 highlight a um we highlight an individual a boy, a boy or a girl who is looking for love right. on our podcast we might even interview them live on the podcast mm-hmm. and then anyone who's listening who likes the cut of their jib get in touch because it's not about it's not about looks like tinder is it's not about like whether you're just purely attracted to them like what do you think about them as a person
1: That's and, right. Uh, and this then is matchmaking we, tremendous style
2: yeah exactly it's like it's almost similar to you do you um you ever seen those like Old video dating, uh, video mm-hmm. dating
1: tapes and stuff. Oh, let's do those. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be sick. We can get like a filter and some like '90s outfits. And we can, let, yeah. L- let's make it they can only communicate to each other through those clips. Yeah, that'd be until cool until they meet and they have to wear the outfits and everything and the and like the wigs and do the hair up and shit. Yeah, I like it. So what
2: we can start, we can do is
1: we can do like the the guy or the girl, like the first one, and then whoever's interested, and then match them up. We can get them together and see how they go. I love that. And then uh, what Tommy's leaving out. Fucking good explanation. That's exactly what made me fall in love with the idea. As you guys are falling in love with the idea right now. And as you will fall in love with each other later through the segment. But we're going to do, once we have a couple, once we have a match, once we have two people consenting, we're going to have to get some contracts. I think, (laughs)
2: For consent? Yeah.
1: So we're (laughs) going to need some ink. We're going to need to bring ink and paper into this. uh, Once we get the contract signed uh, that you guys are going to dinner and everything, we're going to host a dinner for you guys. At our place. We haven't decided either Tom's or ours, but what is decided is that we're going to be your chef and waiter. Yeah, We're going to be the chef and we're going to be a cook. Your, I can, I mean, you know, I can cook a, like a toast and stuff like, that. <laughs> <you know, like, laughs> breakfast for dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I can do, we can do something. I can, I can I'll, I'll be the cook. I have a Jamie Oliver's cookbook. We can refer to that and <laughs> we will have you, we'll, we'll have you a candle lit dinner. It's going to be filmed. I will tell you that we're going to have a film. It's going to be clipped up. It's going to be like a nice little tremendous dating, uh, matchmaking episode. Um, but guys, we're gonna get a, a SIM card. We're gonna ne- probably by next episode we'll have a phone number that you can call into this show, leave a voicemail. It doesn't even have to be about the dating. We can talk about anything. If you want to tell us how much you um you love the sultry tang of my voice, then you can uh, you can drop you can drop a line just telling us that. But what we will do is uh, we're gonna be launching the Tinder. Uh, you know, what, um, can we get on the Tinder? I'm gonna download Tinder again tonight. Yep and we'll do the same profile and we'll uh, we'll set it up. Yeah, let's uh, we can both do it so mm-hmm. we'll have
2: to we'll have twice the twice the chance.
1: I'm yeah, it it'll be good. Oh, good good, that's actually a good idea. Yeah, double, double twice the chance. Maybe we can get our girlfriends in on this?
2: Yeah, I think we're going to have to just for permission. Yeah, to I be d- honest.
1: It's the only way this is going to work.
2: i going to have to do this in front of her. Like, look, it's yeah. there's, there's no photos of me. You can be him. an admin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, like, yeah, we just wanted to preface that. You're going to be hearing about more about that over the next couple of I weeks. I really hope
2: so. Please, if, if this is something that in- interests you at all, if you're looking for love and you'd love to find someone in the, uh, the tremendous viewing or, or listening space, uh, yeah, let us know. We're, we're keen to matchmake. We're both in very, very happy relationships. Yeah. Uh,
1: we'd love mm-hmm. you guys to join us. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with us and we can give you advice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how did you
2: take that away <laughs> that's their
1: takeaway no but seriously guys I know it seems like it's a really distant thing like you're like why would I ever call up this thing it seems like so much just give us a call we'll set it up for all of you it's going to be a lot of fun remember we, 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 give yourself a story for 2020 uh, and it'll be social distance as well
2: It's a socially distant story
1: that's right um, okay so we'll just wanna, we just want to we might leave you on a couple little tales here we might just talk about a couple little things um, Tommy, Tommy and I were talking and I remember uh, I was asking him did you ever have to when you were younger, did you ever have to pretend to be a girl on the phone so that you could talk to another girl like because her parents would answer the phone?
2: Never. I, I don't think I called a girl until I was 19. <laughs> I don't think it was I, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like literally I, d- I don't think I was never uh, whenever I hear people talk about like you know when you talk, talk to a girl on the phone, you're so nervous like, no, I have no idea what that's like. I'm, I'm, I'm MSN chatting. Oh MSN chatting just uh, oh, dude, spell was... checking every line to make sure it makes sense
1: i was yeah yeah yeah. Um, well i I fucking i was all over msn as well but like i used to pretend i used to to pretend to be a girl named lauren (laughs) on the phone because there was this girl in class and she liked this other guy in class and i was so jealous of this guy because she was like i was like this girl's pretty so jealous of this guy and then one day she i can't remember there was like a i think there was like a like a pitch like there was a picture of like two fish kissing kind of thing and she was like oh i wish that was elliot and i and like, t- like, like, like there was like, it looks like a little cartoon thing. And she's like, Oh, I wish that was Elliot and I. And to me, I was like, I'm so uh, like, that's amazing. Like, I'm so, how, I'm s-
2: how, how old were you at this time?
1: You're six. Okay. You're six kind of thing. Final and year s- of school. Your final year of school. <laughs> I felt like I was old. Like I'm turning a corner. I'm like, man, you're a man now. You know what I mean? And this got there was two fish kissing. <laughs> she was like, uh, anyway, I was like, okay, great. I'm in. So then you start doing the thing where you're like talking to each other from like, uh, through notes. To each other and like guys, all like, your friends, like, you guys gonna hug behind the canteen and stuff like that? And then her dad was this angry Greek guy that would like, I remember once he I called the phone, didn't pretend to be a girl, and he just blew up. And then I I would pretend to be a girl at work for a while, and then one night I called and he goes, Uh, I met Lauren today, and uh doesn't sound like you at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Well, it's Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Is Stephanie there? <laughs> and he was like, I'll put her on, but uh doesn't sound like you, Lauren. <laughs>
2: The funniest story was getting burnt by girls. That was the yeah,
1: that was pretty bad. Okay, so I've got a couple of stories here. Getting burnt by girls. Um, the earliest one that I can sort of fucking think what well, I have right now for you is I remember we got our school photos done in year six. I went to Paddington Paddington School for a little bit, uh, and they were, we were sitting around on our on the on the playground like uh, seats outside, just hanging out, looking at the photos in a group with everyone. And these girls started talking about who they would kiss. They were like, would you kiss this person? Ooh, yeah, I would kiss that person. Ooh, no, I wouldn't. And then I was sitting right next to this girl that I had sort of had a crush on, and they asked her, would you kiss Elliot? And she just – she looked at the photo, looked up at me, and was like, ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they were what? She went, ooh, no. <laughs> See,
2: that's uh, that's that's pretty funny, but the other story is funny. Because actually, when you retell that story, there's a part of me that thinks – she had a crush on you, and she, she you're next to her, and she has to deny, deny, deny because you're That's interesting. ten, and you can't have. Well, we crushes. were
1: okay, okay. this one we were older than ten. So yeah, okay, we, we, this one's better. This one's we were like this one we we're like sixteen kind of thing. We're like uh 16, 17 kind of thing. Anyway, so we're both we're, we're both drunk. My friend is much better looking than me. Louis Ray, shout out to Louis Ray, the goddess, the man goddess. <laughs> Uh, so he's a man Louis Ray is a man yeah Louis Ray's a man but uh, he's got a beautiful face and yeah. girls love him um, and so I was but we we're really good friends we're hanging out and I was the ugly friend kind of thing and uh, he's, he's he's sort of making out with this girl and her friends with me and we're, we're, we're like making out and then she goes hey I feel sick and uh, kind of pulls away turns away from me on the couch and throws up into this garden <laughs> Into this garden outdoor in Louis backyard, and uh, and I, I was like, "Oh, can I get you some water?" I was like, "Oh, damn!" And she was like, "Yeah," just, and she was kind of rude. She was like, "Get me water!" And like, and I just went off and got water, and like, I was like, "Oh shit!" And as I'm coming back, her friend, the one that my friend was getting with, is consoling her, being like, "Oh, it's okay." And she's like, "I know, but like, I kissed him." <laughs>
2: I love I
1: love that so much that you're the <laughs> asshole in that story. <laughs> <And she's, laughs> I know. It was like I I, I brought her to throwing up <laughs> the idea of hanging it. <laughs> she hadn't she hadn't had a single thing to drink the whole <laughs> night. <laughs> but I'm sitting there drunk going like, Man, you suck, Elliot. Why can't you be better at kissing and not making girls throw up? <laughs> So I've got two stories on the
2: back of this. The first is my first ever kiss. This is true. The first kiss that I ever uh, that I ever had was at a uh, a school dance when I was fourteen, and uh, I I remember it was like I, I we talked um, we've talked about this before, but I don't think on a podcast where it's like. Uh, The dance was in year seven, year eight, and year nine. Year seven is like, if you danced with a girl, that's the dream, right? Year eight is when people started kissing, and year nine was when Pedro the foreign exchange student (laughs) fingered a girl. (laughs) 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 And it was headline news. And he went home disappointed. He's like, I didn't go the whole way. (laughs) (laughs) I came to Australia for this. (laughs) (laughs) Petra fucking was these He's out finger blasting girls. <laughs> so, and I remember, I remember <laughs> when I was in like year seven. I have such a vivid memory of this. I think it was the first one of these dances I went to, and then a bunch of girls, you know, when you're like 13 and 15 year old girls look like they're in their mid 20s. Sure. Yeah They're like, they are unachieved. Like they're. Unattainable. Unattainable. Completely yes. unattainable. And these girls coming over and talking to us, like, because we're so cute or whatever, because we're so young. Anyway. So condescending. Anyway. Uh, I remember in we're year in the same class
1: <laughs> <laughs> in
2: year nine. So it was my second last one ever was when I had my first kiss. And I remember this girl came up to me. Uh, I think she asked me to dance. She, we, we grabbed hips and then she leant in and she kissed me. And it was like, it was huge Amazing. for me at the time. Goal and then in as well, that's big. She, she, uh she, she kissed and she turned around, turned to her friend and held up seven fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I was number seven Lucky number seven. Oh nice my hat. god Oh god you d- and Sorry go on You took that cold sore with pride Oh man It was uh, it, it didn't It was one of those moments where I was like This should sting But it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Still counts um, She was just working up the confidence to get to <laughs> me That's what <laughs> I <reckon. laughs> Uh And then oh The god. other one Okay. I got one more quick one as well afterwards. Okay. Well, actually, this, my, my, mine kind of like stems off the back. Okay. So that was my second last black and blue, right? That was black and blue with the name <laughs> of these dancers. Year, the the final one in year nine, and I know it's the last one. And I'm doled up and I'm like confidence is up, at, at, at the highest of heights. I am like, how many, I kissed two girls the last one. How many girls I'm going to kiss this time? Oh, I'm going to run. I'm going to be the one turning around and holding up seven fingers. Yep. <laughs> I got shut down endlessly <laughs> again and again and again. And I think what happened was every time I got shut down, my confidence would duck a little bit lower. And the next day I'd ask asked to dance, she'd be like, uh, I don't know what it is about this guy, but he is emitting some terrible energy right now. And I don't want to be any part of it. Um, so I, I get shut down relentlessly. I go back with my head and like exactly like you like, what you, you suck, Tom. Like, this is, <laughs> yeah. this is never going for you. This is, yeah. And, um, at that same dance my uh, my friend kisses a girl who he then goes on to date and is one of my first good friends to have a girlfriend and because he has the girlfriend and she has friends um then i uh, you know get invited via him and she invites her friends and we start to go to parties together and i'm like oh okay now i kind of know girls and uh, i remember kind of thinking maybe Isn't that this an amazing is amazing
1: feeling when you break that barrier where you're like it's like a new world discovered it should be it's yeah. an amazing
2: feeling <laughs> <laughs> and um, I remember my friend, uh, was was seeing one of these girls, and uh, uh <laughs> I was at a family holiday on the Gold Coast, and I got a a a text message from him about one of these girls, and and I had been kind of like nothing had happened. To I'd been friends for a long time, and I'd always kind of felt in the outer from them. I thought I'd kind of been excluded a little bit and he sent me a text message and he said, hey, I was just talking to Gabby, who's one of the girls. I was talking to Gabby and uh, she said she might want to date you, but she might have been joking. (laughs) It's Fuck like that guy, it's, dude. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like
1: Schrodinger's cat. Like oh. I am both the man and a piece of shit simultaneously. Oh my like, god, dude, that fucking. Oh god. Man. I had this girl once at a bar. Like when I first became a cleaner, when I first became a cleaner, I was, bar- I was at a bar. I was kind of drunk, and I was talking to this chick. She was kind of hot, and uh, she had a drink in her hand, and we we're just chatting. And I was like, "What do you do?" And she's like, "I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer." And I was like, "Really?" I was like, "You know, I've always asked a lawyer, what does habeas corpus mean?" Cause you know, like they always ask me and you know, like, I, I always ask them and, and they kind of give like, they kind of dodge the answer. She gave an answer that was actually really good. And I was like, that's a great answer. And I was like, that was, you just gave it like out of a textbook. And she goes, and at this point I told her that I'm a cleaner. Like I told her that I'm a cleaner, but I, I think it kind of went over her head and she goes, uh, what do you do again? And then she closed. And then I, I said, oh, I'm a cleaner. And she did that thing where like when you're drunk and you need to like, kind of like uh focus on the thing in front of you, close one eye. <laughs> Where you close one eye to try and focus like, what am I looking at? And she took one look at me, took a sip out of the straw in her cup and just walked away. (laughs) 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 And left me with my friends sitting behind me going, well, I shouldn't have told her I was a cleaner. (laughs) 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 I get
2: get accused of having some very misogynist jokes. Uh, but if you really look at my teenage years, it's amazing. I have jokes about anything else. (laughs) 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 I was so bad. Oh man. I'm so glad. Like, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with it anymore. It was just like, like there's a Gary Goldman is a comedian that I love and I've heard him talk about when he was kind of like starting to make it as a comedian, he talked about every set that he did was a referendum on his self-worth. Like every, every gig he did it was like, do I like myself today or do I hate myself? Do you yeah. how, well, how well it went? That was like every interaction I had on <laughs> Tinder from the age of 21 <laughs> to 25. It was like, if I get matches today, I I can I can eat proudly tonight. Otherwise, I don't deserve de- I don't deserve dinner tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, bro, it's fucking ridiculous. I wanna we'll explore we'll explore when you start to turn the corner and leave that weight behind. Do you ever? Do what you, do you mean? ever stop caring about what they think? Uh only
2: uh, like it. It's such a cliche, but the whole since i have a girlfriend suddenly it feels like the world has opened up because it's like mm. you, there's no there's no stakes yeah. Th- you don't have to care you don't care whether you say something dumb or you don't have the best line or you it's just and so you end up saying i think then you end up being more charismatic or you being end up being more interesting because you really just don't care what you end up saying mm-hmm.
1: yeah no i don't i can't doubt that i actually t- I tend to agree and it is stereotypical but that's exactly why it is stereotypical because mm. it's true all right, I think that's a nice place to put on a little bow.
2: Do you want to do a joke of the week? Have you got a joke?
1: Ooh, interesting. Actually, I haven't got a joke of the week. Do you want to do the joke of the week?
2: Mm, let me see if I can find... You got a joke of
1: the week? I believe in you.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Let, me, let me think. I mean, the only one that I've got... Give it to me. ...is really dumb, and I heard Gilbert Godfrey tell it on another podcast, which I, th- I, I, I loved it. I thought it was really funny. It was um, a snail and a turtle. Uh, a snail is walking down the street, and he gets assaulted by a turtle. And the turtle gets away and the the police come up and he calls the police and the police rock up and they say, well, uh, can can you tell us what he looked like? And the snail goes, I don't know. It all just happened so fast. (laughs) (laughs) The first successful joke. I think that's That's, that's good. We'll keep that in. I like it. Beautiful. That's us. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's been tremendous. Tremendous people. So there you have it. One more episode of Tremendous in the bag. Guys, if you're listening already... And you've listened this far. Thank you so much for the support. We've had so many kind words from you all. Please get in touch if you have any ideas. If there's stuff you like, stuff you don't like, things you want to see more of or hear less of, we're all ears. Please, we appreciate you guys getting on the ground floor on this one. We're going to keep working, keep bringing new episodes, keep getting better. Hopefully we'll hear from you soon. Bye.